and welcome to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison, you guys. It is so great to be back in the studio again. We have another virtual guest today, but I get to hang out with Taylor Schroll, which just makes everything so fantastic. My favorite part about our relationship, which I know is everybody's favorite part, definitely Taylor's, is our generation gap. I was born a summer before Taylor, and he likes to bring that up all the time. I'm going to see if he corrects me on, on how much. See, I did that on purpose because he just took a bite of food. You usually throw to me like six minutes in. I'm currently eating the Chinese food you bought me. <laughs> that is called when you're taping and you want to get the best of each other. That's what happens. That was too fun. I saw him. I it's saw called him. I was hangry. So you had to buy me food. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him eating. Uh, no, but here's the thing. Really and truly, as, as Taylor finishes his lunch, um, one of the things I loved growing up, and uh, I don't say lunch, it's dinner because this is a late night show. I'm eating dinner. <laughs> We're not recording this at lunchtime, it's dinner time. With, with his nightcap, with <laughs> Taylor's midnight snack. Uh, I really loved growing up and where I grew up. I, I talk about it all the time, Louisiana. I was on three and a half acres of land. We've all heard it a million times on every show that I have. I talk about it constantly. One of the things we did all the time was we would play games as a neighborhood. Like we would just always get together and play games, but we didn't really play them at night until I moved here to Houston. I don't know why. I don't know if like, which is weird because we had a, like a ton of land in Louisiana that we could have played on because we weren't the only ones with land. Like everybody around me had land, you know, like all the neighbors and stuff. So we had plenty of room. And then we moved to Houston where they have neighborhoods and they have streets where like cars on them and mailboxes and all sorts of stuff. But that's when we started playing like nighttime games, you know, where it was late at night and I remember begging my parents all the time, please, can I go play? It's so dark. We all are going to go meet when it gets really dark at night. Things like that. One of my favorite games. Well, okay, we started out by playing like, um, you know, like just the normal nighttime, like hiding, like hide and seek, like nothing really exciting. But then we had a new kid move. And he came in, like new move into our neighborhood. He came in and taught us a game called Kick the Can. And I don't know, and this is why I'm, I'm now, I'll wait for Taylor to keep chewing. I want to know if Taylor played this game, but I want to hear about what he grew up playing um, because I know he was an outside athletic-y kind of a kid. But you had to wait till nighttime. You had a can, like a soda can. So I never supplied the soda can because I was never allowed to drink soda. But the person in the street, like you have a street, there's a kid that stands over or around, I guess you had to stand around, like you had to like guard the can. It was a real soda can, empty. Everybody else would hide. So you're hiding all up and down the street, all up and down the neighborhood. You know, you're like, like sneaking. I'm telling you without like in two seconds, without a doubt, I had to pee. The second I found my hiding spot, I totally had to, I'm not kidding. And we would like have to crouch down and wait and try to get the kid to like, just wait him out to where he would start walking away from the can. We would make strategy. And then you were supposed to dart, like dart and run as fast as you could. And then bam, if you kick the can, you won, like your team won. Like it was like this really big deal. And it was just like, whatever. That was the biggest nighttime game. I remember playing outside. I wanted to see Taylor. Did you play kick the can? Did you play nighttime games with your neighborhood or did you only 
Like, is that like not a thing? Was this an eighties kid, nineties kid thing? Yeah, your childhood sucked. This is, uh, uh, this is all I think about whenever you say kick the can. So many dumb ways to die. Dumb ways to die. So many dumb ways to die. It sounds like. You've never heard of kick the can? I, kick the can for us was like, I'm a frustrated little kid. And I'm like, you stupid can. And you just kick it. That was it. It wasn't a game. What? Okay, and where were we all walking around in your play areas where you just had cans to go get mad at? Like, if I'm the fresh little kid, I'm going to kick a can. Well, see, when you live in civilization, there's this <laughs> thing called littering. <laughs> <laughs> so you never play kick the can. You never I've play never anything. Heard what of about? Kick the can. Are you serious? Yeah. What about capture the flag? You're very old. I know capture the flag. Okay, because it's similar to that, right? Because you have like two teams, but one team has a flag, and this is played at night. We used to play this a lot with youth groups. Like you were, an, you're an actual youth minister. We're an actual youth minister. I was just the the volunteer you couldn't get rid no of. No one would ever pay you to be youth minister. People are like, who's coming to pick up this kid? And they're like, so that's one of the volunteers. <laughs> so uh, capture the flag. That's another nighttime game. You have people. You have a flag, an actual. We used to play it on. I never did, but like golf courses. I remember kids would play on golf courses. Does that show a difference of <laughs> whatever? There was a big golf course in the neighborhood I grew up in, but they would play it on that. I know. I know you want to say something, but we, at, had, to, we had to drive to a different town to play golf. <laughs> <laughs> Same. So, but it, but with youth ministry. Or camp or stuff like that. Because I know you've also done that. I know that you've done camp. I got paid to do that too. <laughs> you got paid to do all this. You would have different flags. Was the kid holding the flag? How did that work if you didn't have a golf course? I don't know how to capture the flag. You have a team. There's a kid guarding the flag. The other team has a kid guarding their flag. And then everybody else, what, hides? And they try to get each other's flags, right? Like you try to pull their flag. Yeah. Isn't that basically the rules? Yep. So where was the flag is what I want to know when it's dark oh, outside. You know how golf is just a big, like it's just a big open area with like a hole in it? Yeah. We just didn't have the hole. It's just a big open land. But how did somebody grab the flag? With their hands. But where was the flag standing? In the field. Oh. Who's on first? <laughs> <laughs> Call back to last week. <laughs> so you just spiked it and made a hole in the ground. Sure. Oh, that makes sense. I can't ever figure out that part. So what were other nighttime games you would play, like as a youth minister or oh. with camp? <laughs> our, our best game that we played, this is this was a tradition. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of golf, a tradition like no other is the Masters. <laughs> but we had our tradition like no other at our church. So I experienced this game as a junior high kid. And then oh, as you a were a kid. kid. Yeah. And then as a high school counselor and then as the youth minister. So I got to experience this game. In every way. For years. Oh, how So fun. what it was was all of the counselors would go hide. Let's say there's eight teams and every team had a different color, red, blue, green, purple, you know, like yeah. and every counselor had a stick, one stick, each of that color. So the counselors would go hide and then all of the kids had, had to go find the counselors and there was parameters, but I mean, the parameters were pretty far across the place. One of my best year, it was always when I was a counselor, it was always like who, which counselor had the best, Hiding spot. And that's what we always competed on. Somebody got like 40 feet into a tree once. Into so like, an, a, like the top of a tree? Yeah. Like a counselor climbed into the top of the tree. So if the kids like just found him, he would just drop their color stick and be like, shh, go away. Right? <gasps> so 
Y'all were like Hunger Games. Like yeah, y'all, were, yeah, exactly. <laughs> y'all were like Hunger Games, so, Catholic. Uh, it was very rare that a counselor would go go the entire like you know forty five minutes ish without getting caught. One year I did not get caught. You? One year I did not get caught as the counselor. You want to guess where I was? Not the top of a tree. I was inside the dumpster. <gasps> That's where I hid. No one looked in the dumpster. No one found me. I spent almost an hour <laughs> in a trash dumpster. Wait a second. Do you remember the smell? <laughs> I still kind of smell like it. This was almost 20 years ago. <laughs> would you do it? Was it worth it? I was going to say, would you do it again? But was it worth it for that game? Was it worth it? One million percent. I am a legend <laughs> at that place now. <laughs> Other people die for, you know, medical discoveries right. and for, you know, how many people they're going to bring to Jesus. Taylor's claim to fame. We'll be talking about you were not found in the dumpster. So would you do it again? Like now? No. What Magellan was for, uh, you know, like discovering yeah, new parts of the sure. world, I was for hiding in this counselor hiding game. Oh, I see. And I was perfectly Magellan. I went places <laughs> no one ever went, and I almost died doing it. <laughs> you didn't get a nickname out of that? Like Stinky? Oh, or... I had plenty of nicknames before that. <laughs> I love it. Well, okay. So, did you ever play anything with flashlights at, at night? Like any kind of? Wasn't there I a flashlight the tag? Yeah. Oh, what is flashlight tag? I never played it. I remember, like, I feel like my son played it at camp. Am I making that up? That's a thing, right? Like flashlight tag. But I don't know what it is. Do you know what that is? No. Okay, never mind. I don't know either. Yeah, I, you played the fifth. <laughs> so here's the thing. Back to the kick the can game. I thought, okay, I'm going to come up with my own strategy. And I had decided to, I had like a little tiny, my brothers were in Boy Scouts at the time. I'm a lot older than my brothers, a lot older. A lot older than everyone. You know what? You're the worst. <laughs> Not Allison Sullivan. Just throw her under the bus for no reason. Because <laughs> she's cool and pretty and I just want to pretend, okay? So here's the thing. They had a whole scouting situation at our house. I don't know. We had like a, my mom was the Boy Scout, Cub Scout, whatever leader, we below, all the things. So she had like this thing and they had all types of, every type of flashlight you wanted. And they had a little tiny-ish one, like <laughs> You know, I like don't want not any like flashlight. So any flashlight I want's not a large list. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like now we have the cool LED ones, you know, or now you have the one on your phone, and now you have one on your keychain. Like you have all these options. At the time, I had like a camping light, you know, with my parents. Or like one of those big, what are the? They were like weapons, basically. Those old school lamps, lights. I don't know. We had to light it with gas. I'm just kidding. Um, a torch. <laughs> <laughs> But I got a smallish one and I remember bringing it like, and remember I was a chubby kid. So I put it under my shirt. Oh, I've forgotten. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You're like, I'm looking at you. Uh, <laughs> and so I thought I'm going to take one for the team. Talk about hunger games. I really was volunteering for tribute. Like I was like, I'm going to volunteer. And I start flashing my light, my flashlight. Like you're not supposed to do that. Like there was not a discussion. You're not supposed to have any type of anything. Like this is kick the can. Like you're supposed to get the other kid that's guarding the can away. But I think there's rules. I'm not really sure. I'll tell you what happened. They were so mad at me. Everybody was mad at me. My team, the other team, everybody. I don't know, all the kids. I was not asked to play for like six months. Six months. These kids wouldn't play with me because I brought a flashlight. 
And they were like, you cheated. I'm surprised you were there in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) I needed real life friends, Taylor. My version of kicking the can is what I thought your childhood was. Like, by yourself, a can (laughs) on the ground. Kicking the can. I just want a friend. (laughs) Somebody to talk to. I did have an imaginary friend, but we'll save that for another another (laughs) another monologue desk segment, not this. Although I feel like I've already talked about it on the show. That's the problem. I need to write down notes what I do talk about. Half the time we get off the air and Taylor goes, you've told that story 12 times. Yeah, there's there's four <laughs> things. Your, your weight loss, where you were born Louisiana. as a kid, uh, that your dad worked at a truck Tru- station. He owned a truck stop. Yeah, what else do I always say? anxiety. <laughs> four things. <laughs> That's all you have to talk about. There's I not- have something new. Yeah? You might have only have four things, but I have something new. Okay, what? You're a Harry Potter fan, right? Oh, huge. Hey, Siri. Lumos. (gasps) Okay. I turned flashlight on. I did it! (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah. Can you un-Lumos it? Uh, I I don't know. (laughs) Let me try. That's... Uh, Hey, Siri. Lumos. Flashlight is already turned on. (laughs) Lumos off. That's that's not how spells work. <laughs> that's so great. Well, good because you're gonna need that. For... Kedavra, oh! <laughs> I didn't need it. <laughs> you're gonna need that for our guest today. So that was an excellent tip for everybody. Now that everyone that has a smartphone, you can talk to your Siri and get your flashlight on. When we come back, you guys, I am going to have the incredible, fantastic, stupendous Corey Hyman. Don't go anywhere. You are watching and listening to. It's not that late with Liv Harrison. Hello, and welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison, you guys. I am so excited because I didn't know that my entire life I was hanging out with the lesser brother. I didn't know that I had the better brother to meet I'm joking because you guys know that I love Kyle Hyman. He is one of my dear friends. He is a friend of the show. He's one of the first guests I had. But here's what's so funny. I had no idea that he had a brother. I didn't know he had a brother named Corey Hyman. I didn't know Corey Hyman was the friend of my friend, Trisha Dugas, who (laughs) I hung out with once a week, and they decided to write a book together. You guys might know Corey Hyman because he owns Likeable Art, and he has been around a long time. He's an incredible creative Corey, how is that for an intro? It had nothing to do with any of your gifts and talents. It just uh, had to do with who I know that knows you. How's that? Hey, Liv, that was perfect. <laughs> it's not that late, and I get to hang out with Liv. You know, life is right. That's it. That's it. Uh, it really is a pleasure to meet you. What's so funny is when, so Trisha Dugas used to live right by me. She's since moved to Vermont. Maybe it was my fault, but we, we used to get together once a week and um, cause she literally lived right down the street. And I remember she'd always wanted to do a saints book over and over and over again. She kept yeah. saying, and she was like, I want to write a saints book. Da, da, da. And then I started this show. This show is now six months old. And because Trisha lived in town, I said, hey, would you come be a guest on my show in person? Because it's a lot more fun when someone's in town. And so she did. And she was like, guess what? I'm doing this book with Corey Hyman. And I was like, Hyman, how do I know that name? (laughs) It's like, like Kyle Hyman? (laughs) That's so perfect. I'm sure. And I told Kyle, I was like, Kyle, I love that I knew you first. So... 
Come to find out, you are Corey Hyman. You are all sorts of things. I mean, now that I've dug down that rabbit hole, friend, you've done TED Talks. You, I don't know what you don't do, actually. I'm kind of, <laughs> that might be a shorter list. Uh, that, besides <laughs> yeah. being Kyle's brother. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah, else yeah, do you bring yeah. to the table? <laughs> yeah, so I'm a, I'm a creative director over at Likeable Art. And so most of the time I'm doing a lot of video production work. Um, but I've creative direction led me in different areas as far as, um, you know, doing a couple of different books now and, and, you know, even live events or different things like that. And I just really like to get my hands dirty in creative projects and see what we can make. So that's been really, really, uh, really great. So just, I get to work on really fun projects and I love that. You're an artist. And here's what's so great. Um, I found out uh, last night, actually, because I was like, oh, I probably should know more about Corey than Kyle. And so I just kept going down, down and down and down. And I found out that I also know your wife. Like, yeah. she's fantastic and yeah, also you need to, artistic you need, to have the, you need to have my wife on this show i would love her, to that would be really wonderful i would love to so i just love Corey. that we were I, listen here's the whole thing we were meant to meet that's yes. what i'm trying to say i have needed you in my life and i really do love everything that you and trisha did and i want to get to oh, that but i want to talk about how you came into this whole space like what in the world got you to you know what i'm gonna grow up and just play <laughs> and it's that's gonna be a living that's a great question. Well, I always tell the story about like, even like in high school. So just as a, uh, going into my senior year, I had, you know, I had all my classes laid out and stuff. And I had one more slot and I had to choose between, um, choosing ceramics, advanced ceramics or study hall. Right. And I didn't need a study hall. I didn't have a hard schedule. So of course, what did I choose? I, I chose study hall. Study hall. Because, because <laughs> why would you not? Because in my in my school, <laughs> if you took seven art classes and got an A in all seven, you got a special art certificate. And I had taken six. And so I didn't want to take my seventh because that would have meant I got an art certificate. And me at a as a 17-year-old saw that certificate as a laziness degree, right? And I oh saw my this, gosh, I can't. I saw the arts as this laziness. And really what I come to find out, you know, in in the coming five years is it wasn't lazy, it was passion. It was that I cared about it enough that it came easy, you know, and that kind of thing. And so like coming to that realization and realizing that academics wasn't everything and that, you know what I mean? Like, and I yeah. slowly unpacked that, you know, in, in those coming years and realized my passion for play. You know what, what you're saying is if that's what it was. It felt like play. It wasn't laziness. It just felt yeah. like play because I loved it. You know, you love it. Yeah, exactly. And so that's been my unpacking of these like past, you know, 15 years of, of entering into the workforce and, you know, starting my own company and doing and now creative you're an entrepreneur. and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's can we write really them wonderful. a note? I want you to get that certificate. Like my mom heart. <laughs> Go back and get it. <laughs> I do. I feel like, you know, it, you could be like, An you know, honorary, because, honorary. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Harvard. We don't want that. We don't want, we no, don't want no, Harvard I just to call want my, you. I just want Belmont High School. We do. Honorary art certificate yes. for excellence in the arts. Belmont. You oh, yeah. give me their okay. email. Okay. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> I think that'd be hilarious. That. Um, and we'll have a big to do. We could have, you know, yeah. we could just a big event. I think it'd be fantastic. You could give a speech. Um, I think that's fantastic. But here's my question. Okay. What had to quiet in your life, Corey, for you to know, but this is what I'm going to do for a career. Mm. Not how did you get into it, but there's a difference between a passion, yeah. what you're good at, and then, no, this is how I'm going to feed the people I keep making. <laughs> you know, like, 
What was that? What had a quiet down in your life for you to hear that as an answer? Yeah, well, especially doing my own thing. That God had to drag me around for a while to get there because I really, you know, I I I graduated school in in 2010. I graduated um, from Franciscan University. And, I've heard of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> I was like, well, I've got at that point I had done some creative work. And I was like, well, I got a couple of creative jobs that I'm doing and started calling it likable art and that kind of thing. Well, but once I, you know, once I get married, I'll get a real job. And then I got married. And I was like, once I get a kid, I'll get a real job. And then I, you know, and then, and so <laughs> really, like 12 kids. it was, it was really <laughs> like this very slow choice. And I just remember this once we had two kids actually, and uh, realizing, oh, I don't want a real job. I love the people I'm working with. I love the work I'm doing. And so like it was in that moment, I I actually think, you know, I'd been in this probably four years full time, something like that. Yeah. You know, it was really in that moment that I was like, oh, no, like then I took some quiet time to say, like, I've been plugging into all these different people's missions and trying to push them forward and stuff. But what's my mission? What do I care about? And I think that's the moment whenever you talk about like, what's the quiet moment? Like that was the moment. And I really care about like, what, how do we raise, raise up the next generation of artists and what does that look like? And so like, we're just now seeing the fruits of that moment, you know, and now it's seven, eight years later after that, you know, so. That's so cool. And now you're living it every day and yeah. showing other artists that you can. Yeah. Cause I don't know about you, but my parents were pretty <laughs> emphatic about, you can't make a, you can't make a living doing X, Y, Z. And now I do. And, you know, and, and you do, but maybe your parents did. Maybe they were like, no, no, no. We would love for you to go be an artist <laughs> full time. That sounds very promising <laughs> with a wife and kids. Yeah. 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 I think they had to see it to believe it kind of thing. Yeah. yeah but sure. I think what's so great about what you're doing is that now Whoever is listening, because obviously we're very big with the young artists, yeah. uh, they're sitting around going, but can I make it? And they're going to turn this on and say, well, that guy did. You know, Corey made it. He's doing great. Look, Ma, he got a he got a wife. Someone married him. So <laughs> <laughs> he got out of the basement. So that's all, all positive things you're doing for the kingdom, Corey. There you go. But <laughs> what do you think? Because you've had so many incredible projects. I mean, there was a book that you had, you might have remembered, <laughs> that was kind of a big deal. Did that put you on the map? What was the name of the book, first of all? Tell everybody, like, created. share. In the beginning, God created. So those are the first five words of the Bible. So I, I love asked, that. I asked my fellow artists, what are your first five? That's God's first five words for artists. What are your first five words? And that's kind of what that book made up, was just all kinds of different artists and creators saying what their first five words were and unpacking it. So Brilliant. Yeah, the and you. Book. Is that what gave the momentum into likable art and to what you're doing today? Or is that, did the Ted talk come before, after? Like how did, if you were to timeline, if you were Marvel, <laughs> what's your origin story, Corey? Yeah, that's a great of today. question. <laughs> that's, a, that's a perfect question. So, um, so yeah, I think it's all been, it's all been, my whole thing is like, there's never really a moment, you know, it's, it's all just been building upon itself. So I, mm -hmm. by the time I put out the creative book, I've been working uh, for, you know, seven, eight years and doing, doing different client work and things like that. And, uh, and we put that out and that's been really wonderful. And that's led to this children's book of trying to do something a little bit different and, and still speaking artistically, but a little bit younger audience and that kind of thing. A little bit of a wider audience for that and so it's just one one thing after the other the the uh, ted talk was in between those two things you know we put out the creative book we did a ted talk uh we kind of built this whole live event 
a little bit based on the TED talk we gave. And then that, that got put on hold because of the current state of things. So in, in that kind <laughs> little of, pandemic, yeah. in that empty space, that's where we're like, okay, we had this children's book idea and we, we decided to flesh that out since, since the pandemic started and things like that. So that's well, about half of the them. I don't know if you know that. Oh I no, I didn't know that. Oh yeah. I, I, <laughs> Our box just came, I think, last week. And oh, it's like, great. I did one of the big ones. I don't remember what it was. Like, it was one of the levels for you guys. Because I was like, oh, it's my friend Trisha. And so, you know, and, and now I can oh, say, yeah, my friend Corey. Awesome. And so I did. I have like a million of them. And my husband was like, so what is it that we're going to do with, <laughs> with all million of these? 700 of these? And I'm like, I mean, I don't know. We'll figure it out. So they're all here in case you need some. I'm Amazon oh, for you. You let me know, Corey. That's perfect. <laughs> but I'm excited. I've got your children's book here actually. I got I got my little my little sticker that came oh, with good, my good. Yeah. I love it. But this is so great because it's Light of the Saints and the words are by Corey Hyman and the pictures are by Tra- Trisha Duga. And I gotta say, I was a big usborn person. I w- uh-huh. I was a kindergarten teacher, Corey. So oh, yeah. you are speaking to my heart. Yeah. Children's lit was my favorite class in grad school which my husband's like is that a graduate level class i'm like yeah it is <laughs> it's serious of course <laughs> um so i my kindergarten teacher my kindergarten teacher taylor says i say that word wrong <laughs> flipped out flipped out i mean i've been a fan Aww. of trisha forever fan of trisha forever like my house people are like is this like does she live here is this an artist residence uh i have everything the woman's ever done yeah like, this is just so brilliant isn't it's it so fantastic and i love that you did because i'm a, like i was going to say usborn yes. has flashlight books they do yes. like yes. space and they do like trains and they yes. do like whatever and i always thought that was so cool and so hands-on but i gotta be honest you know what i like about your book is that this to me is actually more unisex gender friendly than like the Esborn books, they're like, let's do a book on dance. And so, mm-hmm. you know, thinking girls are going to gravitate to that. Or yeah. let's do a book on trucks, thinking yeah. boys are going to gravitate to that. You know, going into the gender stereotypes. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not this book. This book is literally any child with a flashlight, but even without a flashlight, can pick this up and dive in and learn about the saints in a really unique, interactive way. I geeked out. Oh, <laughs> that's so great. Thank you so much for that. Love it. Thank love you it so love much. It. I really appreciate that. And I can't tell you what a great collaborator Trisha has been. She has just yeah. been an amazing artist and her style has just worked perfectly for the, because we were like trying to figure out like, okay, we need strong lines and that kind of thing. And just talking to Trisha, she, she totally got it and she ran with it and she's just been, she's just been awesome to work with. So it's no, been, she's fantastic. It's, oh, it's been so much fun. She's so it's creative. So I have fun. a women's conference here that before the pandemic and she was my graphic designer and artist oh, for the yeah, whole yeah. thing. And she yeah. just crushed it, obviously. Oh, yeah. But I want people to see, here's how this book works, you guys. It's on the back of the book, but you have the normal pages. When you shine a flashlight, which to everyone who's over the age of 20, that means you're light on your phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's exactly. I'm thinking all these young parents are like, what's a flashlight? Um, you guys, your phone has one, so you can use that. When you shine it behind the photo, behind the pictures, uh, a different image lights up. So that's what makes this so cool. There's different details. So that's what, I mean, here's the thing. As parents, you know, Catholic parents, parents trying to raise Catholic kids, yeah. we want something that's cool. We want something that's like, you know. That they care about. That they, yes, that they care my, that about. That was my whole modern. goal was something that they'll bring me at night to read. Yes. Me, you know? And so that was, that was that. my goal. And it's been really fun to see that goal, like, 
happen now that it's in and and i've my three-year-old especially he's just been bringing it every night and stuff like that and so it's so great and so my wife will say daddy wrote this book and so now he's he's decided every book is written by somebody he knows because like okay now that we're making stuff up he's like he's like i did yeah yeah he's like he's like freddie wrote this book and mommy wrote this book and like so he just brings up any book that he makes up somebody henry wrote this book like like whoever it is like he's decided uh, okay somebody i know wrote every book i've seen so he's gonna Uh, be the most pretentious kid at the park he'll be like so you guys don't know authors yeah exactly (laughs) i know all the authors (laughs) the other kids are gonna be drooling and eating goldfish exactly (laughs) i love it i think that that's so cool but also how cool to see that a man can write a children's book let's be honest about that like it's so interesting how you'll hear like oh only women should write you know for little kids or 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 children's you know whatever one of the things i did um in college was i tried to feature male authors Mm, in the children's lit department because actually it's like a lot of male authors you know you got shell silverstein you've got you know stephen kellogg who's my favorite you've got all these men and so but it's funny but if you say like as a kindergarten teacher there was one male kindergarten teacher and it was just everybody thought that was so weird and it was like why is that weird you know it's just like of course like men have babies and they have children so i really appreciate the fact also that that you come from a male perspective you know yeah That's interesting. I haven't really even thought about that much. So you're you're helping me process through that. (laughs) Well, I am just very appreciative on all the levels. Um, I got to ask this. What has, what was the most challenging project you've ever taken on of all the things that you've done at this point? Here we are in 2022. What was a project that you look back and you think, geez, you know what? That doesn't mean it was horrible. It doesn't mean that that was bad or negative. But what was challenging in a way that either you grew spiritually, you grew physically, you grew emotionally, like in some way that you were not expecting at the beginning and how it ended? Oh, yes. I would say, so we did this, um, the, the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal brought us out to New York to do a live show. And so we wrote this live show and then we did it again here in Fort Wayne. And that's just been this, like, it's just a whole different canvas to be working on is doing a live theatrical performance. And so we do this thing where we do like live light painting. So where we like write and light and then that's translated on the screen and stuff like that. And so it it really, honestly, there was a lot of things that went wrong, especially when we did it here in Fort Wayne, because I was like trying to capture it and get it all together for a promo and running these two different teams. And it just wasn't, it went really well in New York and then wasn't perfect whenever I did it here in Fort Wayne. So it was just really <laughs> challenging. And it like opened my eyes like, oh, okay, we failed at a lot of things. But I just, it just care a lot about it. And it speaks to like this brokenness. It's a lot, a lot about brokenness. And it even talks about the church abuse, the scandal of the priests and stuff and kind of breaks that open and how broken in the darkness and what does light look wow. like in the middle, midst of all that. And so it just is really meaningful. And that, that's the one that like, honestly, we, we have put it on the back burner because, you know, just to not do live shows at the moment, like, and yeah. we still haven't, we've been talking about like, okay, when do we, you know, Uh, get this back on the road Uh, but I've been able to just like work on it slowly but surely through this whole pandemic and it's really kept me sane you know and just rewriting and like crafting this piece that like you know not that many people have seen yet but like I just care about it a lot so I'd say that one is the one that comes to mind when you ask that question does it have a name like does it have a title darkness has not overcome is the name of the of the event so you can go nice darkness has not overcome.com we'll show you a little bit of info 
of, of what's our, going on. Uh, yeah, it's like our halfway made website that was ready to launch. You know, it was supposed to You're launch like, like March twentieth or whatever, and so right. it's got a, And then we're like, okay, <laughs> never mind. You know, like that kind Book of thing. Book us for April twenty twenty seven. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so, you're like, I so, don't know. Yeah, you can literally go to Darkness Is Not Overcome and see like it's like insert ad copy here or like oh, you know like funny. stuff like that. You know. But people uh, are like, well, maybe darkness has overcome. <laughs> That's what it feels like this last few years. But it's been maybe my. We should retitle it. Yeah, it's been my like little passion project that I've really. That's cool. Cared a lot about. Yeah. Well, I'm glad yeah, to hear that you're going to really bring cool. it back at whatever so, point that yeah. you don't feel like God has sunset that in your life. That exactly. He's like, no, we're not done. We're going to bring this back at some point. It's going to exactly. be. We don't know when. Okay, so Corey, here's the thing: we're talking about art and kids and and your story and all the things whatever you and your brother are both really creative right because yeah. he also does a creative job yeah you know yeah, exactly. neither, neither one of you became lawyers or yeah. <laughs> and our dad is a lawyer speaking of yeah no so way uh, yeah as, <laughs> does yeah. that break his lawyer heart <laughs> I, th- I no i don't think so i think he gets Good. it and uh, i think it he wants you to be a doctor bit. It took a little bit for sure, but now that he's seen it and, you know, I mean, especially the entrepreneur side, like he knew that as a lawyer a little bit and the struggles of that a a bit. So he ended up being a judge for the second half of his career. But uh, I love that. My grandfather was a judge. I get that. Like, that's so cool. So I got to hear what is a great story about you and Kyle? Did you guys ever create something? Was there a game that you guys made up or was there something that you did that you love to play together that you remember with your childhood and with Kyle <laughs> that you make, I don't know, maybe you don't want your kids to play it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so Kyle is eight, is eight years older than me. Yeah. So that's a unique, like brotherly uh, conversation and that kind of thing. Uh, because he, he was out of the house by the time I was in first grade. He's gone. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so really, but I, I, I guess whenever you talk about that, What's interesting, so I hit first grade and he went to college and he was really um, into magic and did magic shows as a kid. And so now all of a sudden there was this demand locally to have a magician come do a birthday show or a church thing or whatever else. And uh, and there was a pile of magic in my house. And so as a first grader, I started doing these live shows around being like, I'll do it, you know. And so uh, just really as a kid, as like this, you know, seven year old, probably like seven or eight year old started just getting into. You're an entrepreneur for and real. Yeah, 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 for real. For sure. For you sure. had a and job. I, and I and I did that. I, I remember that's like, cool. I want to say my 10th birthday, I did two shows, you know, like one in the morning for little kids and one in the evening for like adults, like for this other thing at the golf course or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I'm like running this. And so it was this little hand-me-down job that my brother did and that, that he handed off in a way, you know, kind of on accident. And like that really got me into performing and creativity and like still, I mean, the light of the saints book, all that is, is my childhood. All that is exactly like, that's just my love for magic and trying to put that in the book. Same with darkness has never come. Like it's just magic. It's still there. Yeah. And so that's We found it. There's your origin story. That's exactly right. Magic when you were seven. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was this thing (laughs) that I got embarrassed by eventually that I thought, you know, I had to put in the, I, I thought this was this really nerdy, geeky thing. And I've come to just love that and really trying to embrace this like love for magic. And that like, 
it doesn't matter if friends didn't think it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever else it is. It's just, it's that, it's that little bit of love for, for this thing that, that, that's uh, so cool to see people light up whenever things uh, that yeah. they don't believe appear happen, happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when they can't figure it out, but isn't that so relatable to God? Oh like, yeah, absolutely. So relatable. He's something we can't see. Right. But yet yeah, those it, who are I, trying to make him relatable and, 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 touch, and tangible for people and connect that, it makes sense. You're, you're a Catholic magician. You're yeah. And really, I mean, he's the first, like, he's the first one that, that the big bang is a magic trick. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what True. that is. And so anytime we're you made doing up people, like, yeah, they exactly. Just appeared. Exactly. And so when we're doing, when we're doing Part of the sea magic, there's whatever, a lot of magic in that Bible. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, really we're just tapping into that. And when we recognize, yeah. you know, what it is and what that sim- symbolism means and that, that uh, there's something greater than ourselves that we're not, yeah. We're not uh, we're not the origins of all things, but but that's outside. I love of that us. the like creator there's, and there's the creative. Exactly. exactly, So awesome. Okay, Corey, listen. When when uh, we're gonna take a little bit of a break. Oh, let's Taylor is going to put us against each other because he loves competition. Oh he no. Just... <laughs> I'm, I'm we're going nervous. to get we are going to get quizzed on all things saints. Oh, <laughs> so quiz. I hope you read. Oh my goodness. I hope Franciscan sees that they, <laughs> I, let's see if they take I, back I, that degree and you I, get the high school art. That's, that's probably <laughs> a good trade. That'd probably be, that'd probably be a good trade. Don't, uh. don't go anywhere. You guys listen, you are watching and listening to it's not that late with Liv Harrison. We'll be right back. My name is Patrice and I am a nanny. I love kids and that's why I'm a nanny because I think that there's something really special and like very nice about children. They love you and they're so kind and they love to eat things like Lunchables and they love pizza. So I love taking care of people's kids and I'm amazing at it. I've been a nanny for at least, I mean, at least like a year, like maybe I've been a nanny for like a month, but I really have enjoyed it. I've learned so many things. I've learned how to make you know, like Gatorade out of powder. And I learned how to make like a bagel into like a pizza. And you're probably wondering why I'm in the dark for those of you that are like watching, because I know you can either watch or you can listen or you can do both. But I'm in the dark because I've got a really special thing I want to share with everybody. Just like my bagel pizza is special, this is also special. And when I do things for kids, I love to make them feel like so important. You know what I mean? Because like when I was little, no one did that for me. So I'm not supposed to talk about that. (laughs) Anyway, so um. What I do with kids is that I like to make them things that make their tummies feel good and they feel safe and they like to listen to stories. So one thing I know how to do is read stories to kids. It's something that I'm really good at. You know, there's not a lot I'm really good at, but you know, like we're not going to talk about that either. So here it is. This is a book and it's called How the Dinosaurs Eat Their Food. And I like to read this to kids because they need to know how to eat food. And they need to know that dinosaurs lived here a long time ago and maybe they could come back one day because we have that in a movie. I saw it and it could happen. 
So I just like to warn the kids, this is about their safety. There's also this great book called Eloise. And I love Eloise because my grandma's name was Eloise. And uh, she did not live in a hotel like this little girl. But it's just important to know that there's rich kids out there that live in hotels. Does anyone tell their story? I don't think so. That's why this is a great book. Oh, but here's my favorite. This is a brand new book called Light of the Saints. Now, here's the thing. I'm Catholic, which, you know, most people know <laughs> that I am. <laughs> and uh, what's so great about this book is that it lets kids know about the saints. These are people who used to live on the planet, and now they don't live on this planet anymore. <laughs> now they live in heaven, which is where the dinosaurs are well, until they come back. And then they're going to come back from heaven. <laughs> and then they're going to get all the kids that live in hotels. <laughs> That's not true. Anyway, so this is a book by a guy named Corey and a lady by Trisha. And what's so special about this book is look at this. And this is why I'm in the dark. For those of you that are watching, I'm going to turn on my phone because everybody has an iPhone. Who doesn't have an iPhone? And if you don't, what are you doing with your life? That's ridiculous. Okay, I got my light on for my iPhone. Here we go. Can you see those of you watching? And if I put my light behind the picture, it's going to light up things on the picture that you can't see unless you have a light. Can you see that? The kids are going to love this. It's so interactive. And you learn about the saints. And they're real. And the dinosaurs weren't. So just in case you didn't know that, you could read this to your children. Now, I don't know any of these saints because, uh, listen, I'm not that smart. Like, I, I didn't go to, like, you know, saint school or anything like that. I mean, I know that they used to live here and they don't anymore. But here's what's so beautiful about this. Look at this. I know this guy. That's the Pope. Can you see him? Can anybody see him? That's the Pope and he's skiing. But watch what happens when I put the light behind the Pope. Oh, my. Isn't that beautiful? He's got a heart. Look at that. It's lovely. Oh, you guys. Listen, you're going to want to get this book. Get the book about the dinosaurs. Get the book about the saints. Your kids are going to love it. And this is coming from a real life nanny. Bye, you guys. This has been Patrice. Welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. You guys, I am hanging out with the incredible Corey Hyman, who um, has a new book, has all sorts of stuff. You got to check out um, Likeable Art and all the other 5 million projects that he has. And uh, forget his brother's name, Kyle. That name is dead here. We are only talking about our favorite Hyman, Corey. Do we have to kill one brother to talk to the other? Is that how dramatic this show is? I was trying to be biblical. Is? It felt really biblical. <laughs> wow, we're both got turning on you, Liv. Like, we were both like, that was a little too much. I still like Kyle. I love Kyle. <laughs> he knows I that. I didn't know I love that him. when you scheduled this, I didn't know in order to chat, like a brother must die. Like you need there to put that to, in the email. This is the hunger games of Catholicism. <laughs> okay. All right. Now I know. Now I know. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> that was nice. That was really good. No, we love Kyle. Kyle is the best and most fantastic human I know until this moment. Um, but <laughs> Taylor, 
wants to just put me on the spot. I know that that's what he loves to do. You write a book about saints. And I got to say, you put some saints in here. You did a great job picking ones that people know, uh-huh. like John Paul II. Yeah, yeah. People should know that guy. You know, he's yeah. not one that we're all like, wait, what? But then you have like, oh, geez. I was going to I was gonna try to impress you, but I can't remember. I We got, let's see. She is from China, St. Anna Wang. Yeah. From China. Yeah. I've never heard of her until your book. Yeah. So I love that you did like a great, you know, combination. So Taylor, I know this is just all he does all day. He just thinks of ways to put me in a bad spot. He wants us to take a saint quiz. Oh, boy. <laughs> <And> <laughs> oh, boy. Is this something you made, Taylor? Or is this something that you like found online? Oh, this is something that Liv found online. So when she loses, it's going to be even funnier. <laughs> See, if I were to... if I were you, I totally would have cheated. I would like totally look at it all and like. Uh, I'm not that smart. Be like, let's Corey, do this one. I'm not that smart. I will say, I won't say who, but I definitely had somebody on this show who played a game on this show. Who, when I was editing the show, I could hear them typing. <gasps> they were looking it up, and I called them out, and they admitted to cheating, and I didn't tell Liv. <laughs> what? Are Someone you... cheated at the game. This scandal. Hey. I feel like this just turned into a true crime documentary, and we need to so, like, go down this Corey, whole if you're going to cheat, Type look it up softly. on your phone, because you can't hear phone texts. Oh, yeah. I don't, I, I don't even know where my phone is. I should have tracked okay, that no down cheating. before. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i love that taylor just told all the i had no idea this is great okay well i'm ready let's this is it. a real quiz i know none of the answers i didn't read any of them i just sent it okay let's do it so how this is going to work is i'm going we're gonna we're gonna go one person first we'll go i would go ladies first but we'll go we'll go guests first okay because it's a little easier okay uh, now that i say that if he gets it wrong he's gonna feel bad but, <laughs> <laughs> totally right. no pressure okay so you don't okay. want us to both answer the no, same question don't both answer so this oh, one's just okay. for if you, okay. I'm going to give you the Got quote it. first. If you can get the quote without multiple choice, you get two points. Whoa. If you need multiple choice, I'll give you multiple choice. And okay. then if you get it, you get one. Then if you don't okay, get okay. it, you get zero. Okay. So, Corey, first one. He translated the Bible into Latin and said, ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. Yes. So that would be um, uh, St. What's-His-Face. Uh, Very close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, give give me the multiple choice because I'll okay, definitely get multiple it. choice. You'll know it as soon as you hear it. Yeah. Multiple choice. Uh, Jerome, John yeah, Paul II, Padre Pio, Thomas Aquinas. Yeah, St. Jerome. Yeah. St. Jerome. Okay, yeah. ding, ding, ding. I should have gotten the sound effects. Yeah, you get one we point. have them okay, on the yeah. thing, but I don't know if they work. Do so they if work I, I, if I would have taken a stab at it without multiple choice, do I do I still get the multiple choice? How does you that You get work? one point. Yeah, you still get a point. Yeah, you, you still so get I can one guess, point. So I can guess with the two. Okay. I yeah, guess you're doing great. I guess, guess with no joints, you get two points. Okay, got it. But but if you guess incorrectly, you're done. That's okay, that's that's asking? that what my yeah. question was because uh, that's why yeah, I wanted the multiple choice because I didn't want to. Okay, got and it. And the other person gets a chance to steal. I'm making up the rules as we go. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> Do any of the sound effects no work? Way. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. It doesn't. We don't matter. know. Okay, never mind. Okay, let it so go. Olivia. Yes. Um, here we go. He marched around the walls of Jericho until they collapsed and said, "As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord." Joshua. Yeah! Hey! Ding, 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 ding. Two points nice. for Olivia. <laughs> I didn't know he was a saint. I was about to say the same thing. I was going to say, is he a saint? Okay. Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Corey. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> Got it. This one is for Corey. This 16th century Spanish Carmelite nun said, 
Christ has no body now but yours, no hands, no feet on earth but yours. Go ahead and give me multiple choice. Okay, I'm looking for multiple choices and then the answers, because this is the first one I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the answer choices are uh, Joan of Arc, Elizabeth, Teresa of Avila, or Anne? Yeah, it's Teresa of Avila. Uh, That's what I would have guessed. I would have guessed Avila. Answer to kids? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I realized that it didn't give me the answer in the quiz. I was so confused. I was like, wait, I, I just knew the other two. I didn't realize this. Yeah. Okay, so that was yeah. w- that was with the answer, so you get one more point, correct? So that's two, yeah. two to two. Two to two. Okay. Oh, Olivia, number four, a lover of nature and animals. He's saying, be praised, my Lord, for all your creatures, and first for Brother Sun, who makes the day bright and luminous. St. Francis of Assisi, but you're showing Corey. <laughs> Wait, what did you just say? St. Francis of what? Stop, wait. St. Francis, I... where's he from? I don't know, don't make me say it! You just called you gotta, him a you gotta, you gotta rub it in, eh? You really don't let things fly. He's the worst! <laughs> Taylor is constantly... He's called St. Francis of Assisi. Assisi? <laughs> I'm not a theologian or well, Italian. Yeah. I am Italian. <laughs> I like that. I like you're like or Italian. I am Italian. I'm a little Italian. <laughs> I'm Italian. <I'm> <laughs> All right. Number five. This is for Corey. Johnny five converted on the road to Damascus. He wrote the most books in the New Testament. One of his most beloved verses is this. Love is patient. Love is kind. That'd be Saul slash Paul. Saul slash Paul is correct. Ding, ding, ding. He should Two get an extra point for the Saul part. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the first one I didn't take my multiple choices on. So Yeah, very good. Okay, how much time do we have? We left? got a minute 53. Okay, one more each, unless we end in a tie. And then Ooh. we'll go over time and I'll edit it down. <laughs> so this is for Liv. <laughs> no, wait, no. Yeah, this is for Liv. Yeah, me. Okay. Oh, this one's interesting. This one's just... No, we're going to skip that one. Uh, it's just, it was a true-false. That's not fair to do true-false and then multiple Yeah, that's not fair. That's not fair. All right, the next, the next multiple choice. Okay. When told he would be crucified by the Romans, this saint said, I am not worthy to die like my Lord. So he was crucified upside down. Mm. St. Peter. St. Yeah. Peter is correct. So now, Corey, you have to answer this one without multiple choice. Oh, to, to catch to up? To tie. Yeah, so you have to answer this one without multiple choice to tie. Otherwise, the game is over. Okay. (laughs) Pray to your confirmation, Saint. Here you go, Corey. (laughs) He rejected rejected the Christian faith of his mother, Saint Monica, and pursued everything the world had to offer. After converting, he said, there is no saint without a past and no sinner without a future. That'd be Augustine. It is Augustine. Okay. So we have a tie game. So here's what I'm going to do. Can we do a buzzer? I'm going to go to the the last two questions. I'm assuming they get more difficult. So we're going to go, Corey, very quickly. Corey. No, wait. Live. Yeah. Live, live, live. Okay. All right. This young peasant girl died defending her purity from an attacker. She said, our Lord prefers to wait himself for the sinner for years rather than to keep us waiting an instant. Oh, geez. Um, oh, no, wait. I know her name. You can get multiple choice if you like, but <laughs> okay. Corey could have a chance to beat you. Okay, multiple choice. I multiple choice. What okay. is her name? Maria Goretti, yes! Margaret of Scotland. Maria Goretti. Okay, Maria Goretti. So, Corey. I like Dang how it. multiple choice is one choice. That was pretty good. I yeah. feel like that's one and a half points. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was just the first one. You had one that was the first one too earlier. Yeah. So now, Corey, if you are if you are a, a if you are a manly man, you will guess 
without multiple choice, oh, so that this game will end oh, no matter gosh, what. Taylor. Wow. If okay. you are manly, this is my challenge to you. You're the worst. Here we go. For the win or the lose, <laughs> this Bishop of Milan helped convert St. Augustine. He said, the rich man who gives to the poor does not bestow charity, but pays a debt. But pays a debt. Oh, man. So... Bishop, Bishop of Milan helped convert St. Augustine. He said, the oh. rich man who gives to the poor does no not idea. bestow charity, but pays a debt. Oh, it's Augustine's time. Uh, hmm. I, I I would need multiple choice, which isn't fun, is it? <laughs> okay. Uh, John, Saint Joseph, Ambrose, Leo uh, the Great. Ambrose. Yep. All right. That makes me the winner of this game. Yeah, Yay! that wasn't fun. I'm I sorry. I Take that, everyone! <laughs> <laughs> Congrats, Perfect. Taylor. Thank you. Yeah, Yay, you Taylor. You I've never won one. a game on this on this on this show, so I'm very happy. <laughs> you take that, Corey. This has been uh, so fantastic. Let me ask you: Where can everybody go and find? Like, is there a central place people can go? Yeah, likeableart.com. Just where? Likeable art. Okay. You can Google likeable art. Likeableart.com. It'll get all the you things. There. All the things. Yep, you can follow. Them. Likeable art on all the things. Email I love me. It. Whatever. You know, you can find likeable art on all the things. When you're in Fort Wayne, come hang out with the bros. That's right. They're like That's the Jonas right. Brothers, but, yeah, you know, yeah. Catholic. You come on you over. Find we'll Corey you, at Kyle's we'll funeral in a few days. <laughs> That's right. That's Kyle, right. we'll we love you. Games. Everyone say we love you, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, this has been a complete pleasure. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on the show and, uh, Again, congrats on all the things. You guys, you are watching It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned in. It's not that late. Welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. You guys, thank you so much for being here. Thank you to Corey Hyman. Thank you to Taylor and Anna. Everyone making this show work. Don't forget to get your book. Light of the Saints. Also, good job, Trisha Dugas, who's already a friend of the show, who's been on the show. If you want to watch Trisha's episode, other episodes, you can go to YouTube. Go to LH Media Productions. You can go to theliveharrison.com. You can find all the links there. LH Media on Instagram, on Facebook, and like I said, on YouTube. And you can watch all the things there. So you guys, make sure to stay in touch. Make sure you're supporting the show. And for yourselves, this is Taylor's favorite part of the ending, do not forget to be extraordinary. That's what you were put on this planet for, and we want to support you in doing that. Thank you so much. I will see you next time. This has been It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison on Veritas. You guys have a good evening. Bye. Bye.